Well, wasn't that amazing? Uh, such a treat to hear from our youth and again, once again, see our kids here this morning. Um, so I have um, a few minutes uh, left in the service here and I just want to share a message with you. So today I want to share a message about our last core value in our series that we've been in for a little while and it's called At Our Core, very fittingly. And uh, this is week six. So if you're new uh, or maybe you missed a couple of the weeks, I encourage you go to our Westside uh, YouTube channel, watch back on the services, the messages, or tune into our podcast, get caught up, um, especially if you really want a greater understanding of the values that drive who we are and how we operate as a church. So today is our last core value and uh, that we're covering in the series, and this is essentially what it is. We want to be a church that has a plan to reach the next generation for Jesus. So this is so important to us reaching and leading the next generation at Westside Church. So today I have a small section of scripture that I want to kind of reflect on. Um, that's a little later in, the, um, in my message, but really today I want to speak into the strategy um, that Westside um, is all about when it comes to our kids and youth ministries and leading the next generation. Uh, before we begin, um, I want to ask you this question. So can you remember a time when someone believed in you. So just let that sink in, think about that. Maybe it was a parent, a grandparent, a friend, a sibling, maybe your spouse, maybe someone that's older than you or could have been even someone that's younger than you that believes in you. Can you remember a time when someone believed in you? So for me, um, I want to share a specific memory that I have. So... Um, when I was graduating high school, um, as most of us in that season, um, there's a lot going on, a lot of unknowns. You're not sure what comes after grade 12, applying to schools or taking a year off. Um, that's actually what I did. Uh, I went back to do some classes and then I worked to save some money to start university the following year. And uh, during that time, I had amazing youth leaders in my life. I was very fortunate. Um, I was raised in the church, and I just had phenomenal people invest and believe in me. And uh, kind of a funny story. Um, my wife and I, uh, for the first six years of our marriage, we lived in a one-bedroom apartment, and we've now moved uh, in the, within the last year or so to a larger space. We're really grateful for that. And what kind of brought that on was COVID. Um, both of us working from home and uh, in a one-bedroom apartment is not really fun. There's no office space, sharing, kitchen table, living room. Uh, so we needed a change. And um, so with the change, we got a new space. And with that new space, we have a lot of uh, extra room. And so when my wife and I got married, um, I'm not sure if this is same to you that are married, if this is your story. All your stuff that you have when you grow up stays at home. Um, so I didn't really have to think about it. There was no storage, and my parents' basement was essentially my junk. Um, but uh, so we got a new space. I didn't have to ask, even think about it. One day, my parents, with their van loaded, showed up to our place and essentially said, here's all your things. You have room for it. Uh, good luck. Um, so now our nice open um, home is now, well, especially the basement, is now filled with our stuff. So we've been sent, spending the last year uh, going through it and deciding um, what are we selling, what are we getting rid of, what are we donating, what are we keeping. And this past week, we were going through, I'm not sure if you guys have memory boxes, but we have memory boxes of different things that we hold on to. And I came across 
uh, this card says graduate on it. And I opened it, and I just want to read this message. We've, re- we've really appreciated your commitment and many contributions to our group this year. It has meant so much to us. God has very special plans for you. It is exciting to see you grow and experience him more. Congratulations. So just a simple card, nothing fancy. And that was from my youth leaders when I was graduating grade 12. And I share that with you today because we all need someone to believe in us. And we all need to believe in someone else. So at the core of who we are, we need connection, relationship, community, and we need a sense of purpose and agency for why we exist to help us answer big questions in life, like who are we and who do we want to be? And as we think about this inwardly for ourselves, who we are, who do we want to be, this is very fitting because this is exactly what we're doing with this series. We are looking at these questions and saying, who are we as a church? So very briefly, we talked about within the past five weeks, the first week we talked about belonging. We talked about uh, growing together in week two. Um, Week three, compassion and serving others. Week four, being on mission and making sure we're united as a church on that mission. And uh, last week, at the very center and core of everything is Jesus. Um, And last but not least, we have our value to reach the next generation for Jesus today. So personally speaking, I think this is the most important value. In my opinion, choosing to link your life with a group of people that are trying to reach the next generation is better. So that's you guys, this group of people, this body, this church. And I don't know of a better mission than that. And I want my life to have the most impact as possible in these short days that I have. And I want to invest my life in what will provide the most and largest impact in this life. And deciding to give your life to join a church, a group of people to reach the next generation of Jesus, I just think this is the most important mission that anyone could have and anyone could be on. Of course, I'm biased a little bit. This is um, my job. And uh, for those of you who didn't know, I'm on staff here at Westside as the ministry director. And amongst a lot of uh, different things that I'm responsible for, I uh, help lead and um, organize and work with our kids and youth ministries. And, um, and it's one of the best decisions that I've made so far in my life. And uh, not only have I made this decision, so many of you have as well. You saw John up here with Upstreet, saw Ian and Alyssa with the youth group. We have so many of you that are giving your life away to serve the next generation, which is incredible. Um, and to be honest, uh, and I think I can say this, uh, Pastor Dave isn't here, so um, I'm going to say this now that I think my favorite part of Sundays um, isn't exactly being in here but it's, being, it's volunteering with the kids. So I have uh, the privilege every other week to be with the Upstreet group, which is grade one to five, and it's just incredible, it's amazing. And um, why that is my favorite part is because my wife and I, we both serve up there. She's usually with uh, kindergarten and preschool, and I'm with elementary, and when we leave here on Sundays, when we get in the car, 
and take a deep breath. Um, we're not, the first things we talk about, it isn't what's for lunch or what's the plans for the rest of the day. <sighs> we're talking about the morning and we're just sharing the highs and lows, you know, can be very chaotic being with kids, but there's so many beautiful moments as well um, in the morning, hanging out with your children and investing in them, going through Bible lessons, songs like you heard, memory verses, and activities. Um, we do, we um, partner with a curriculum called Orange, and it's just phenomenal. And, uh, and it allows us to have monthly themes and spinning off those monthly themes um, there's bottom lines for each week, and they're consistent. They all work together. There's different Bible stories, and uh, there's application. And uh, right now, uh, Upstreet is the theme, and the word we're focusing on is resilience. And the theme is bouncing back, especially when things get hard. Um, so as you can imagine, bouncing back, visual of a ball, we get very creative, and every single week there's an activity incorporating a ball. And why this is so important is because this curriculum reaches kids at their level, at their understanding, to engage them. Um, and so today, um, we have balls incorporating one activities, and one of the final activities, because it's last week of May, is an obstacle course. So learning to get back up when we fall, and especially if we're competing in a challenging obstacle course. So we went around the church to grab rope, chairs, those kind of kids' tunnels, uh, hula hoops, and John's going to have a fun time with Will setting up an obstacle course that the kids um, can go through it. And when they get stuck, this is their bottom line today, to keep going because of what Jesus did for you. So it's just a simple way for them to go through the course, and we're going to encourage them, oh, you got stuck, you can't do that, you can't do this. We'll repeat this and keep this in mind to keep going because of what Jesus did for you. So I love it. My wife loves it. We have just a ton of fun, and the next gen is super important to us. Um, so as I've already touched on uh, curriculum, I want to spend a few minutes reflecting on that. So I have some slides to help me out. Our curriculum is orange, and if you haven't heard about it, um, uh, next slide. Pretty much where the idea comes from is the concept of um, the church and home. So the church here is represented by yellow, and it's the light, light of the world. And home is uh, represented here as love. And, and symbolized by red, the color red. So when you mix red and yellow together, you get the color orange. So the main thing that orange emphasizes here is that two combined influences make a greater impact than just two influences left on their own. So two combined influences of home and church, they make a greater impact than, you know, leaving the home to figure everything out when it comes to raising your kids and, and investing in their faith or just leaving it to the church to figure that out. Um, we want to and we encourage and stress a partnership. And, um, and along with the partnership that we have with parents, we also link up leaders with kids. So, and this is really neat. So what they realized, Orange, is that the church can't ensure that every kid has at least one parent or caregiver at home. But what we can ensure is that each kid has at least one adult in their life at church to build stability, support, and have a positive and godly influence. And so the bottom line here is every kid is one caring adult away from a better future and a better faith. 
And we strongly believe that. Um, and that's why, again, it's so important for us um, to invest in your kids and, and the youth here at Westside. Um, so I also have some rapid-fire bullet points here to also list some amazing things that help explain orange and summarize it. So we have bullets here. So the first one is we, orange, we are taking our cue from what Jesus said. Love God with all your heart and your neighbor as yourself. So that's the greatest commandment Jesus gives us is to love God. And the second is just as powerful, just as equal is to love your neighbor as yourself. Um, next, we want kids to have a better future, one where three things happen. Wise choices, stronger relationships, and a deeper faith. Orange also focuses on crafting core truths to make them engaging, relevant, and memorable experiences. And I touched that a little bit about what's going on in the month um, of May for Upstreet. So, and the next point, giving every kid a caring leader in a predictable and safe community where they can grow spiritually. Um, creating consistent opportunities for kids and teenagers to serve. Um, today's a great example of that. Um, our food drive, giving our youth an opportunity to serve and to give back and to make an impact in our, in our community. And then lastly, engage every parent to have a positive influence in the spiritual development of their own kids. So this last point here about parents ties me into another fantastic resource that we have here called ParentQ. So ParentQ, um, I'm not a parent myself, so I'm, I don't know the full entirety of the app, um, but what was really encouraging today is while I was talking to some people in preparing this message, um, a parent actually called me and said, Zach, are you talking about Orange this weekend? Are you going to mention ParentQ? And I was like, sure, I'll definitely mention it. And we have a slide here um, uh, that kind of just points you into the direction of where you can download it. Um, so ParentQ is a website that has free resources, but it's also an app. And what she was sharing with me is that when you download this app, you can connect it to your church and you can add your children. And once you do that, it will follow along with your kids and, and the curriculum that they're learning week to week. So she um, told me, I think there's four devotionals that she does with her son in Upstreet. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I guess it's free, free night. Um, and uh, she just thought it's incredible and that you guys need to know this. So parents, if you're not making use of that resource, uh, check it out. Um, it's available on the Apple Store and Google. And uh, there's also a sign at the check-in center that we put up there. You can take out your camera, scan the QR code, and it will send you right um, to where you can download that. So that's a little about our strategy, and those are two of the main resources we use here at Westside to invest in the next generation. Um, so now uh, this week, I also had the opportunity to meet with a friend and mentor of mine, and uh, we meet monthly to do spiritual direction exercises together. And how it kind of goes is he often leads me into a space of prayer and meditation by simply asking, Jesus, what are you inviting me into right now? And this space is so important, and I'm always encouraged when um, I get the opportunity to meet with him, because if I can admit, I'm not the most disciplined when it comes to rhythms of silence and solitude. Um, and when we get into this space and we have a few quiet moments, he encourages me um, to breathe in God's spirit and to breathe out any distractions, distress, 
anything that is overwhelming you in the moment. And because that was this week, it was on Tuesday, I couldn't help but to be overwhelmed um, about preparing for this message and knowing exactly what I should share with you today. So that's quietly to myself what I was releasing as I was breathing in God's Spirit. And uh, after some time and some quiet moments um, with God, um, I heard God speak to me, and He said to me, and He reminded me that I am a child of God. And it was kind of random, um, not so random because my mind was focused on um, this message and preparing for the next generation and focusing on children. And I think what's encouraging about this and what's encouraging to me is that so often we forget that um, we are important to God and God's view of us are, is of his, we are his children. Um, so um, I shared this with him. I just I had this reminder and sense of calming in the sense of peace that God was saying that I'm your child, Zach, I am your child, that I am a child of God. Um, and then immediately my mentor mentioned the uh, verse in 1 John 3, verses 1 to 3. So I would love to read those verses with you quickly now and uh, kind of speak into the significance and how it impacted me. So we're, uh, we're in 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 to 3. So um, the author of this is John, the beloved apostle, and often known as the apostle of love. And so love here is the main theme in this letter. So it says, See how very much our Father loves us, for he calls us his children, and that is what we are. But the people who belong to this world don't recognize that we are God's children because they don't know him. Dear friends, we are already God's children, but he has not yet shown us what we will be like when Christ appears. But we do know that we will be like him, for when we see him, for we will see him as he really is. And all who have this eager expectation will keep themselves pure, just as he is pure. So a few thoughts and reflections on this is the biblical value here in 1 John 3 is a representation for each of us as a child of God that we are all God's children. That's mentioned three times in these three verses. I think John really wants us to understand that. So verse one again, see how very much our Father loves us for we, for he calls us his children and that is what we are. And so here we see a chosenness from God um, as his children. And this doesn't mean just little children. I think, I know I'm tempted to think that um, as God welc- as Jesus welcomed little children in the Bible, there's multiple accounts of that, and God loved little children. But we, it's important for us to understand this view that we are also children of God. So it's not restricted to age, and there's an intergenerational connection as God's children, and we all have the rights and privileges as children of God. So as children of God, um, I want to encourage you to let you know that you matter. And all of us matter and are so important to God. And that's a little bit of my brief takeaway from a few of these verses. And because you matter, you have something to offer and you have purpose in this life. And so everyone needs to know this. Um, I hope if you haven't heard that before, that you are God's child, I hope that was meaningful and encouraging to you. And so whether you're in the room or you're listening online, um, um, we, I want you to know that today. But also, most importantly, who needs to know this is the next generation. 
So um, I just want to share this quick quote from Reggie Joyner, who is actually the founder and CEO of Orange. And Reggie Joyner says this, what you do for a kid now matters more than what you do for an adult later. So as I read this and pondered this and came across this quote, I take this as a challenge that when you invest in kids when they are younger, there is compounding interest for a lifetime. So I'm not a finance person by any means, but that's how investing works. The sooner you start, the more it helps. So there's such an importance that what you do for a child now matters more than as an adult later. So that brings me to um, some of my application here for today. Um, so I want you guys, I think we have a statement here, that we want to be a generation of people that are helping the next generation find Jesus in practical and real ways. So what can you do um, or how can you help? Um, so I just want to briefly uh, run down some of the environments we have for our kids and youth. Sunday morning is our main Westside Kids environment, and that's anywhere from birth to grade five. And there's multiple environments within that range of Wombaland and Upstreet. Um, and that happens on Sunday mornings. And then our youth environment is grades 6 to 12. So that's our middle school and high school program. It happens Monday nights. And that's Westside Youth. Everyone meets together here at the church. So that's our primary focus right now is Sunday mornings and Monday nights. Um, so here are three things, three takeaways um, that I want to emphasize today. Three ways that I think each of us can get involved. Um, the first one is simple to pray for our kids, youth, and volunteers. Um, if you're not sure of a way that you can get involved, that's a great first step, is to continually be praying for our kids, youth, and volunteers. Another practical uh, step is to join a kids team this summer. Um, we, need, we need help. If I'm honest, we have great, fantastic volunteers, but we could always use more volunteers. And so see this kind of, if you want to see this as a summer serve and uh, something you can try out and give it a shot, um, I'd love to hear from you. A simple way is uh, you can come speak to me, email me, email the church, or you can take that connect card, put your name and email on it, and then at the back you can check off joining kids or youth team, and I'd love to connect with you and plug you in. And a cool little tidbit is last week we had 45 kids upstairs not including our volunteers, and that's the most we've ever seen since we reopened uh, on September 19th. So really positive, really exciting times here at Westside. And the last um, thing I want to mention is to contribute and help when we do projects like our food drive. So I just want to say a big thank you for everyone here who brought a donation today. And if you're interested in contributing financially, there are means to do that at our giving station. Or if you have cash, I think there's a bin outside, a little jar for that. So by contributing and helping us do projects like this, you are helping our, the next generation put their faith into action through service to our community. And we pray today that this has a great and lasting impact for our city. So as I close here, I just want to remind you of our question at the beginning of who are you believing in? And if you don't have someone in mind, maybe it's the next generation at Westside Church. So I'd love to invite you to be a part of what we think is the greatest mission on earth, reaching and leading the next generation. Um, 
So as a closing, I'm going to invite the band out to sing one more song um, that we're going to sing together. It's called The Blessing, and it's from um, Numbers chapter 6, verses 22 to 27. And this is what it said. Then the Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons to bless the people of Israel with this special blessing. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Whenever Aaron and his sons bless the people of Israel in my name, I myself will bless them. So in these verses, this is the heart of the Father over us as his children. And this is a blessing over you, your family, and your children. So I invite you now uh, to turn your heart to receiving this blessing from God himself over you today. So will you stand and join us as we worship um, together one last time.